0: Alright, I will say good morning, good morning. Let us let us begin. So we are continuing today in Mesila Sisharm. We are continuing in Parakh of Gimo. Ah, Ach, Hamidazos. Surah says, what is something that ultimately detracts from the Midah, that detracts from the trait? From the Midah of Anava, of of humility. It is over infatuation. And overindulgence in material pleasures. Material pleasures. As the Pasuk says in Dvarim, you will eat, you will be satiated, and ultimately, again, means your heart will become haughty and arrogant. So, I will say a very profound idea. If you remember again, Dharam has spoken to us a number of times about the need to develop a healthy relationship with Gashminos, need to develop a healthy relationship with the material world. And within that concept, within that concept ultimately, again, explains that sometimes overindulgence in the material, by definition, leads to arrogance. And the truth is, it's a very simple kashpen, because overindulgence in the material leads a person to a mindset that everything is about me. Everything is about my happiness, everything is about my comfort, everything is about my pleasure. So of course, when you, when you phrase it like that, that in and of itself, of course, becomes an a, a inherent recipe for arrogance. He goes on, he says, So it's incredible. Therefore the Hasidim have found, have found that it's good for a person. Now I will say, "ma'ane" literally means to afflict. But the truth is, the better, the better definition for it is deprive. Deprive. So the Hasidim have found that sometimes it's good to abstain a little bit from the material. To abstain a little bit from the material. Ma'ana nafshol l'pamim episodically abstain from, now, again, I want to be clear. He's not talking about you know, immersing in an icy river, and he's not talking about you know, depriving yourself of food, and he's not, although we kind of do have that built into our religion as well, but what, Lamaiso, what he's talking about is, at times, at times, and I will say, you know, we, we all kind of have that, that, that sometimes there's a certain indulgence and a certain pleasure that I want to have, and I know that it is absolutely unnecessary, and the truth is more, more than unnecessary, because a lot of things in life we have that are unnecessary, but I know that this is the kind of thing that if I take it and I enjoy it and I indulge in it, it's not going to put me where I need to be in life. And sometimes there's something to be said from abstaining from that particular thing. Just saying, you know what? It's not that it's bad. It's not that it's... It's just I don't need it. I don't need it in order to be able... I don't need it in order to be able to be able to do or to, to actualize how I need to actualize. It's a incredible idea. And I will say, he's referring to episodically over here. Just sometimes the Hasidim go ahead and say, sometimes the Hasidim go ahead and say, this particular thing I'm not going to partake of. And I will say, why does he do this? In order to go ahead and be mashpil. in order to go ahead and humble. One's innate or inner Gaiva. will say it's incredible because where does Gaiva come from? Gaiva comes from excess. The will say, isn't this an incredible idea? Gaiva comes from excess. Because where there is excess is where a person is placing an overemphasis on the self. A person is saying, My needs, my wants, my desires. That's what's most important. Well, if that's the way I think, then at the end of the day, at the end of the day, then ultimately, of course, that leads to gaiva. Then everything becomes about egocentricity. Okay, in is a great line. A lion, a lion doesn't roar. A lion doesn't roar from when he takes his head out of a basket of straw, but rather when does he roar? When he takes his ba- when he takes his head out of a basket of musser of meat. I will say so. What, what's the pshat with that? So the roar, of course, represents the gaiva of the lion. When does a person become a bal gaiva? When there's overindulgence indulgence in the so I will say again. I want to be clear because sometimes we learn sifrei musser, and the sifrei musser preach a preach a preach a model of like asceticism, divorcing yourself from the material, and I, I think when most of us hear stuff like that, what do we think, what do we think? I know a guy this is great for, right? I know a guy this is great for, it's not me, it's not me, I'm a pretty material person, it's not me, but I know this guy who's a real tzaddik. So I want to be clear, that's all what Ramchal is saying over here. Dramchal is not preaching asceticism, Khal is not preaching anything, what Khal is just saying is look, look, just be careful how you indulge. Because if you overindulge, not only does overindulgence sidetrack you from the things you need to accomplish in life, but more than that, overindulgence is the recipe for gaiva. Because overindulgence in the material world says what's most important in this life is my comfort, is my happiness, is my content. Well, that's gaiva. That's gaiva. So it says, you're setting yourself up ultimately for the midah. Which undoes everything else. So even the lion, right? The lion, the lion only roars when it's feeling like a Belgayva. Right? When the lion is humble, he's eating, he's eating, he's eating his straw, he's good to go. Vihine, that was incredible. So let's go back to it. Vihine. Right? We have a little bit more. Yeah. Barosh I will say amongst the chief character, the chief attribute that causes a person to lose out on another, who a sikhlus umir This, We'll say is incredible. Foolishness, foolishness, and lack of a proper mindset or lack of knowledge of certain truths lack of knowledge of certain truths kitira personal servos So again so what just so you're going to say what Ramchal is going through over here are the first we spoke about how to actively acquire the mida of anava the mida of humility now we're focusing on what are the things which cause me to lose out on humility so so far we've seen again overindulgence in material next next foolishness Sichlos is foolishness and a lack of proper understanding in life. Kisira, was it incredible? She'ein ha-gaiva mitsui yoser, ela b'mi yoser. The what is gaiva is often found amongst those, the more foolish a person is, often you'll find the greater bal-gaiva they are as well. But Rabbi Le'vracha said, incredible? Simon Legasas torah sometimes the greatest sign of arrogance is a person who is spiritually, or Torah, impoverished. Impoverished. In other words, I would say, the more I know, that we didn't know how this works in life, right? The more I know, the more I know I don't know, right? The more I learn, the more I recognize how much more there is to learn, and that, by definition, is a humbling experience. But often, the less a person knows, the more he thinks he knows, and therefore, again, halacha l'maysa, the more arrogant he becomes. It's such a fascinating idea. Therefore, one of the greatest things that causes arrogance is sikhlos, foolishness, a lack of proper knowledge. He goes on, <laughs> If you want to know the sign of a person who knows nothing, that's a person who's constantly praising himself. He's a shabuchi. Sounds like a counter-terrorism unit, right? He's a shabuchi, right? So I will say, so a shabuchi ultimately is someone who is constantly going ahead and a person who's constantly going and be mishabeach. Constantly honoring, constantly praising himself. That's a sign of a person who knows absolutely nothing. But Od also said, we'll say this is a great line, billa, kish kish karya." Now we'll say, what a line. Literally translated, when you have one coin, when you have one coin in a, in a metal container, it makes a lot of noise. Right? So, we'll say, so in other words, that, that, meaning what? Think about it. If you have a metal container filled with coins, and you go filled to the brim with coins, doesn't make any noise, doesn't make any noise. You have a container a container filled with one coin, oh my gosh, it could drive you crazy when you rattle it. The metaphor, of course, is that a person who is filled with much Torah, he doesn't make a lot of noise in life. He doesn't make a lot, li- he's not talking about himself, right, he's, n- he's not telling everybody about his accomplishments, he's not trying to convince the world how wonderful he is, how important he is, right? how significant he is, he's not. He's not, right? So, I'll say, but yet, but yet, the person who has absolutely nothing inside of him, the person is has absolutely, <laughs> good morning, good morning, right? The person who has absolutely nothing inside of him, right? Just one coin, just one coin. So, what happens, I'll saying? That one coin makes a lot of noise, a lot of noise. It's so, it's so incredible. Odamru, shaluli lanisrak, mipneima kolchem nishma. So I was listening to this. The they asked. I will say, Elan S'ra'k, and Elon S'ra'k is a is a barren tree. Right? The tree that does, the tree that does not produce fruit. So they said to the, right? Why is it that your voice is heard? So, Amru Halavai, Yekolino, Nishma, Halavai, our voice should be heard and we should be remembered. In other words, so I will say it's all the same metaphor. It's right. The tree without fruit is a person who doesn't produce anything. It's the jug with only one coin inside of it. And I will say ultimately again, Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the best amongst mankind, ultimately was also the most humble. So therefore, I will say, this, this last piece is really incredibly profound. Again, I'm gonna stop over here for today, but Khal telling us that one of the things that creates kaiva is foolishness or lack of knowledge. When you don't know stuff, you think you've accomplished everything, right? When I don't know things, I think I, I've got one coin in my jug, that's more than enough, and therefore that one coin makes so much noise. But no, ultimately, the more a person knows, the more a person learns, Ultimately, the more humility is engendered. Can okay, say <laughs>